Yeah, anyway, uh, here's Wonderwall. Yeah, Ripper Terror. Alright, mate, you're right. I've had a bloody guff. The Big Stiff Podcast. You guys obviously have done your homework, which is really, really important. I've enjoyed this totally. And hopefully you'll go on the bigger and bigger and better things because you're a pair of great guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Big Stiff Podcast. I'm uh, co host Roscoe. I'm joined by Scotty Baldwin. How are we? Good, mate. Good, mate. Just in the uh, the good old truck, you know, about to <laughs> get some, get some, uh, get a good podcast here. So, yeah, absolutely. We're all doing our best. We're all, we're all in strange times, aren't we? We're in lockdowns um, all over the world. Um, speaking of lockdowns, I heard New Zealand's in a bit of a lockdown, and that's, uh, that's uh, pretty close to where we're going today. Ruben Wiki, how are you, mate? Lockdown party, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Let's all get on the piss. Up it. <laughs> how so, are you, guys? Yeah, good, yeah. mate. Appreciate you coming on. No, all good, brother. All good. So for those viewers and listeners that um, that don't know Big Rubes, um, he was the one of one of the toughest players in his era. Ruben Wiki had a decorated 311-game premiership career for the Canberra Raiders and New Zealand Warriors. In 94, he played centre in the Raiders' grand final winning side, which beat Canterbury 36-12 to send immortal Mal Meninga out a winner in his last Legend. ever game. And in 2008, he became the first Kiwi to play 300 NRL games. At international level, Wiki gave his heart and soul in 55 test matches across 13 seasons for the Kiwis. No one... And, I mean, no one has played more test matches for New Zealand. 2005, <laughs> Wiki captained the Kiwis and took home many of the match honours in an emphatic 24-0 win over Australia in the Tri-Nation Finals in Leeds, securing a historic first series win over the Kangaroos since 1953. He was a leader, a fierce competitor, and a role model for an entire generation. Ruben. Welcome. Well, mean stats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, just pump your tyres up, mate. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't mention the suspensions, which is good. Oh, oh we're, getting up. we're getting there. We're getting there. Oh, sucks. <laughs> there we go. Here we go. All about the longevity, mate. <laughs> so I've got a, I've got a, a few questions just to um, – we, we do it for every guest just to break the ice and get into the swing of things. So would you rather fight – David Kidwell or Gordon Tallis? <laughs> <laughs> Gordon Tallis. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, that'll love be, a challenge, love a challenge. That would be a bloody good <laughs> fight too. Yeah, yeah no, I've got, yeah. Yeah, no, got a lot of respect for Gordy. And, um, mm. you know, through those those 90s, man, we bashed the shit out of each other. But uh, yeah. That, yeah, there, there was did. that respect factor and, you know, what he, uh, what, what he did to Ben Ross is uh, like, what not to do. Oh. Mm. <laughs> so it's more like yeah. you do the big hits and just give the old nod and, you know, yeah, good hit done. Good respect. But, uh, yeah, good respect. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, the way, that, that's the way it was back in those days. It's kind of Absolutely. changed a little bit now. Oh, yeah. Too right. Would you rather have a hook for a hand or a peg for a leg? Hook. <laughs> yeah. Agree. Yep. Yeah. Hook. I agree. Yep. I, agree. I need my legs, bro. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> 
Mate, if you started a new team and you were appointed head coach, who would be your first signings from one from the past and one from the present? Uh, the great, the late uh, Kunaponga. Um, mm-hmm. And from from now, uh, I like the uh, the lock uh, from Rebados. Oh, nugget. Cam Murray. Cam Murray, yeah, yeah. Top yeah, of yes. Murray. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant player. Yeah. He's special. Good balance. Mate, that's, yeah, <laughs> bloody oath. I love that. Um, favorite movie, Rubes? Favorite movie? Yeah. Uh, Remember the Titans? Oh, nice. yes. Someone's oh, finally hey, big said player, it. Scotty, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting. No one's said it yet. And, it's oh, a bloody rip snorter. Nah, it's a rip snorter. Nah, it's an absolute classic. Yeah, hard, one of the bro. best of all sunshine, time. Sunshine, 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 sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> nah, classic goes. movie. Denzel Washington, man. Big yeah, the big D. Um, yes, and lastly, favorite TV series. Favorite TV series. Hmm. Don't really watch much TV, so. Um, uh, ooh, that's a hard one, bro. I'm in a way. <laughs> Better neighbors. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, well, That's I've been right. just That's I've been right. just watching a series over here in New Zealand. It's called the Polynesian Panthers. So it's called the Panthers. Okay. Just going back and back back in history in the nineteen seventies when the uh, Polynesians and the uh, Europeans were fighting. So um, yeah, just okay. the the brown, the brown brothers and sisters sticking up for their rights and uh, just trying to have mm. a voice. So awesome. uh, that was a good good little series on TVNZ. Nice. So, mate, take us back to the start, Rubes. What was your childhood like? And um, can you tell us a little bit about your Samoan and uh, Māori uh, heritage? Yeah, sure, bro. Uh, grew up in South Auckland, Otara. So I think you guys were seeing once the Warriors movie. So that's that's the yep. portrayal of uh, South Auckland and what happens. But it's actually just, just a, a small snippet because it happens everywhere. Yeah, just yep. hasn't hasn't been um, publicised as much as uh, that movie was. So uh, yeah, I grew mm-hmm. up in that that hood. Uh, solos, one parent, you know, mum and dad split when they were, when I was uh, three years old. My dad's That's the Maori, my mum's the Samoan. Uh, three uh, three of us: there's me, my sister, and, and my bro. So my mum mm-hmm. did the hard yards, um, you know putting us through school and making sure we didn't, you know, go off the, off the rails. Um, but yeah. we, you know, we just had to do what we had to do, man, to survive. And Were you a good you know, boy? Oh, no. Nah. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> everyone had their bad past, right? They've had, they, yeah, they run into yeah, a yeah. bit of strife and they mature. Yeah. Well, we, you know, we, we talk about survival and I left school when I was fifth formed. So I think that's year 10 or 11. Yep. Yep. In, in Australia, so uh, I left school to go to work and help mum with the bills, so um, I had to go oh, pretty geez. close. Yeah, but humble, yeah, humble, very yeah, humble yeah. beginnings. And it, it kind of keeps me grounded uh, throughout yep. this whole uh, whole uh, journey that I've uh, ended up doing, playing footy. But um, yeah, my mum my took me to my first game mm. and um, when I was five years old and just told me to run and don't get tackled. Yeah, but yeah. uh, yeah, when I got tackled, I start crying like a 
like a baby, you know. So, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then she so just when, waved, waved the $5 at the, yeah, the, the try line. At the try line. Yes, yeah, sir, brother. So, you said you started when you were five. Uh, is that when you first fell in love with rugby league or? Yeah, well, you know, you know, it's uh, majority in, in New Zealand's rugby union, but uh, I just, yeah. just love the, I just love league and, you know, uh, the physicality and, uh, yeah, just the toughness of, of the game. You know, you know, rugby has its, its toughness, but I think just with the league, it just suited me uh, way better. And, um, you know, we played bull rush everywhere on the roads, oh, on yes, concrete. Yes. You know, it was just the way it was, you know, and um, that was the, to survive in that area. <laughs> we had to, you know, we had to fend for ourselves and that's on, that was on the courts. Awesome. So you played a little bit of representative footy growing up. Um, I believe you played the junior Kiwis with uh, none other than Tana Umanga, one of the yeah. great All Blacks. I used to love watching him play. Yeah, Can you crazy, tell us yeah. about that time? That was funny, bro, with the uh, representative side of things. Uh, keep we keep we I kept trying out for representative footy, but never got uh, chosen due to oh, – wow. The club I was affiliated with, you know, they kind of focused on uh, the bigger clubs, your point share, Marist, um, Mount Albert, you know, that's, these are the big clubs in uh, in Auckland. So I was playing for Odahu yeah. and that's, that's just, you know, we're out the south, we're in the south, the south side. So it's, uh, yep. we didn't really get looked in, but you get that opportunity uh, when you get picked, you got to take those, take those opportunities because they don't come very rare and, um, Played for Auckland, then we played, you know, got the opportunity to play junior Kiwis with Tana. Um, yeah. You know, we beat the Aussies, you know, 20 years they haven't been the Australian schoolboys, so that was a bit of history there. Tana, he, Tana and Willie Pochin ended up getting a uh, scholarship, I think, to Newcastle after okay. that um, after their series. Uh, they did the preseason, and Tana. <laughs> Tana went to rugby after that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would have loved to see because, I mean, imagine you and him lining up in the centres for, for New Zealand. Far yeah. out. That would have been brutal. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, it's crazy times, bro. And I think at that age, you know, it was a make or break with those preseasons in the uh, yeah, yeah. Whitfield Cup, you know, and mm. I just didn't, I don't, just didn't suit him. So he went to rugby and became a legend and, in the all black jersey, and uh, I, I kind of just stuck with it and um, mm. did my did my own thing yeah, too, you know. I'm glad you did. So, um, when you found out that you were making your debut for Canberra, who did you call first? Uh, making your debut for the Raiders in 1993. How was that uh, going? And this yeah, is good. Was... This is a good story. This one, I think. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> out of it that one, bro. Even even like the journey to getting over to Canberra, you know, and yes. Um, we had a Pacific Cup in 1992. I was playing for the New Zealand Maldives. Tim Sheens and Dean Lance came over to, uh, looking for recruits, you know, and mm -hmm. he picked up he picked up uh, Johnny Lomax, Quinnipongia, yep. Noah wow. Njuku. Um, Huge. A couple of years, I think, year before was Sean Hoppy. Um, yeah, but Tricky Trindle was you know, starting off too, you know, with the Indigenous, and he got picked up, you know, playing with the Rabbitohs and stuff. So it's all these guys just starting their careers, and um, yep. I took it. I took an opportunity and on a two-year contract and went over. Craig Bellamy was my coach, bro. Twenty-one. Yeah, That's yeah. It. yeah, yeah. It's huge. Legend. Well, yeah, we were speaking with Billy Payton last night, and yeah, um, yeah no, he's he said um, he had a little bit of interest in him 
back in those days. Yeah, unreal. Absolutely yeah. Well, unreal. The way he is, Bellyache is now, was is the way he was Legend. in 93. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Okay. So he's never changed. Nah, but he's very, very, very passionate and um, totally the opposite off the field. You know, he's just mm. quietly spoken and very uh, family orientated. Yes. Yeah. But, but so, um, that, that uh, debut. Thing? That debut game, yeah. bro. Uh, yeah. On the on the wing. Oh, pretty no, pretty good. successful. Yeah. 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 Well, I ended up getting a try off now, Meninga man. So can't go wrong there, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Can't go How wrong there. Okay, they're the you highlights like? package. I come off the bench, bro. I come, come off on. the bench. Break it. Break the ice. What happened? <laughs> oh, we got to go one step back. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was about a month. Prior to that, I was playing 21s. Yeah. Um, it was at Leichhardt Oval, and it was my first run on. And um, Tim Sheens brought all the boys to the game early to watch this uh, young Kiwi bloke nice. uh, play. And, you know, Melman goes, ah, what are we doing here early? Oh, come, watch <laughs> this. come watch this young fella. Come watch this young fella play. Oh, yeah, sweet as. And, um, yeah, only lasted 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How good. What a debut. Got sent from the field. I hit him right around here, but it kind of went up around there. Yeah. <laughs> and he just marched me straight away. I was like, fuck. Wasn't that bad. Because <laughs> that's oh, how we tackle a... back, back in New Zealand, you know? Yeah, yeah well, that's right. That's good right. hit. Yeah. Just, so what did, what did Sheenzy say at the time? Oh, Sheenzy saw me come in the... Uh, the change room said, so, oh, well, better luck next time, Ruben. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and all the boys were in there, Loz, Clyde, Sticky, and, like, they were patting me on the shoulder. I'm like, fuck, I've just done my, has my career gone? Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Served, uh, served, served two weeks. I went to Phillip Street. That's where the judiciary. Yeah, Brett Mullins uh, got cited that, that day too for first grade. So we both ended up roomies. And uh, that's the first time, I, you know, I was a bit shy. Brett Mullins, fuck. Prince. Yeah, absolutely. But um, we just started talking, and um, yeah, it was two weeks, and it became a um, traditional thing once once a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Yeah. So fast forward to '94. Yeah, you you won the premiership with against the Bulldogs with a stacked, and I mean stacked, stacked, stacked Canberra mm. Raiders side. You Can played you in the center one more time, bro. The stacks, <laughs> mate. You played in the centers alongside Mal. What was the feeling like of winning the premiership in your second season? People keep asking me on these podcasts, and uh, I kind of tell them the truth that um, it didn't hit me until um, I got a bit older what I just yep, achieved. Yep. Um, yeah. For the likes of Mal and Laurels, you know, been here before and been in the Winfield Cup for a long time, it you know it meant so much them to win that competition and being a one town team and uh and the biggest the toughest comp going around um yeah it was it was huge and um yeah it didn't hit me until i was a bit older but then i looked back at it and the uh the bond that we had with that team you know i, I mm. still kind of keep in touch with all the boys here and there and um, yep. make it a massive effort to try and catch up with them when i can uh, just a chicken, and um, you know, when we when we when we lost Quinton, it was a realization that um, mm. you know we only got one shot of life, so we got to make the most of it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. 
talking about that grand final, Laurie Daly and Ricky Stewart versus Terry Lamb and Craig Polamounta. Like I was nine at the time and watching these blokes, my mind was blown. Like I remember thinking, how can these four blokes just be so bloody good at the game? Like for me, for me, Stewart and Lamb, if we're talking about like overall best Mm. halves of all time, they're criminally underrated. So like they could both kick off both feet. So how how was that being part of all of that? Oh, um, I, I think it kind of showed during the year, bro, that um, they were after perfection every training session that we did. You know, yep. so you know, you know, was sticky with his his passing. He could pass from one side of the field to the other, and if you didn't give him a proper dummy half pass, he was going to get up you straight away. So I learned that yeah. pretty quick, and um, my. Uh, Protective mechanism went in from South Auckland. Say, fuck, you can't yell at me, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you see, no one yells at me but my mum, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, I think it was just adapting to it and, it, you know, not taking it he personal. He just demanded and, it. He just demanded that perfection. Yeah. I feel that that's like a, a a reoccurring theme with, like, these all-stars. Like, Joey was the same. Joey John's, yeah, um, yeah Darren them, Lockyer. Yeah, Mel, yeah, Mel, yeah. Mel, Mel was the same. Laurie, they expected perfection you know steve walters from dummy half passed yep. to ricky to laurie to mel to mallows i said and i was like you know get, get my shit right and make sure it's you know everything's perfect um, yeah and, and the way they trained was the way they played so yep. yeah i kind of learned that pretty quick so mullins nagas meninga yep. wiki nadruku daily stewart that back line would dead set be worth a whole salary cap these days. <laughs> <laughs> the history speaks for itself, but was that one of the best back lines of all time? Bro, we always uh, pinch ourselves when I look at the, the, the 1 to 13, even like 1 to 17. Yeah. Year. You know, we had like Devico, Deathy, uh, Hetherington, Wesley, yeah. Fulavai off the bench, yeah. and it was like, fuck. You know, it was, yeah. Anyone that came into their positions, you know, could have done the job. And I think uh, what Tim Sheen created, because he created that team, like from one to seventeen, he brought everyone together from all walks of life, and yeah. he created that, you know, and brought them all together and did something special. And like, you know, I pinched myself and I was like, "Fuck, young <laughs> Kiwi boy, to be part of that." Like, you, know, do, do you honestly think? I, I, for me, looking at that back line, one to one to seven, it's it's up there with the greatest of all time for me. Fucking unreal, easily. It's just yeah, just humbly meant to you know. Every time we do the reunions, and I see the boys, I said, oh, yeah, I, I just pinch myself, bro, and you know, yeah. the boys are. Probably had too many pies, but you know that's the way it is. <laughs> it's a but, team uh, game, right? It's a team game, so is, everyone bro. chips in. Yeah, but it's like more. I don't think they realize when you win a premiership how special the connection is um, yeah. until you win one, you know? So you you look at the history of the Storm and how tight they are and they, you know, Baliak will demand perfection every time. So, uh, and that's why they've been so successful. So, successful. Mm. so, so you go, Scotty. Uh, yeah, you made your international debut for New Zealand in 1994 against PNG. How's the feeling playing for your country? Bruh, at all the places, I had to go to Papua New Guinea. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bro, that was tough. You know, the ground was like concrete. So, you know, used to the concrete, but, you know, the rocks that are sticking out of the grounds was like, shit. We had oh, knee pads, fuck. we had elbow pads greased up. Every time oh, you hit the, the old Vaseline. The, yeah, yeah. Every time you hit the ground was like dust. And these these kumuls were tough Fucking as nails, hell. bro. <laughs> they were just, they were like sliding on this freaking dirt like it was wet as if <laughs> was was, i didn't sign up for this it was out of it bro but you know it's we had to you know we had to do the job for the for the kiwis and uh yeah. i always remember because we were in, we we're in lockdown in a hotel we weren't, weren't allowed out um one of the games it was tear gas thrown on the fields oh, oh shit because we're we're up by 20 points and we're in uh goroka and uh the, <laughs> the crowd were getting a bit of hostile so they, the coppers threw the tear gas on the field. We're hitting the ground, covering our mouths. Jesus. With the, the towels. Bro, we you had to go back in the change rooms until they calmed down. And then, um, huh. yeah, it was nuts. I said, is that tear gas? It's like oh, a <laughs> soccer game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, like World World War III. Like a soccer game. And then um, trying to get back to our buses, you know, the Kum was a league, league hard, you know, and they just wanted to touch people that are in the Winfield Cup. <laughs> and uh, they're massive on the Raiders. They're like, oh fuck, they're slapping my back and stuff. So the oh, the coppers, yeah. the coppers, the coppers let the dogs off the leash, attacking the locals. Oh really? <laughs> Bro, you know, had the, had the big canes and whacking them, but you know, because they're on the beetle nut, they couldn't like feel it. I was like, hell, gee. <laughs> let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's get on the van. Let's get back to the hotel. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, but it was, it was, there was an eye opener, bro. Like, um, culturally, I was like, ah, this, mm. I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to stay by the pool. I'm not going to go out. Yeah. But so it was, um, it was something I remember vividly, and I'll never forget my first jersey. Oh, my gosh. And where it was. So that's why it's so detailed with the, Information. Yeah, sure. Oh my god! Let's talk about the haka. Now it's unbelievable yes. to watch. Um, what, yeah. What's it like performing it? Obviously, there's a lot of respect behind it. Um, yeah. There's yeah. A lot what, of what's it like? Do you yeah. listen to a well, massive pump up song before you fucking do it, and then get into it, and or <laughs> <laughs> it just comes from within? Because I love but, the fucking facial expressions. I know? love it. Yeah, it's it's morphed. It's it. morphed over time. Like I remember yeah. in the nineties, it was just yeah. like a same one. Like I come yeah. with you, come yeah. with you, God. So oh, that you, sort of you thing. go back. Yeah, awesome. You go back to the old, old, old school days when it was just um, not as they didn't know all the information. Or, about the haka back in the old days, the 1950s, the 60s to present day, where it means a lot more because they know what it actually means and challenging the team that's opposing you, that's are you going to take the challenge or you're not going to take the challenge. And and that was, with the haka, that's what it meant. You know, we're going to war, you know, we're going to do this. And But after the, after the game, we're just going to, you know, call a truce and, um, yeah, shake hands. So, um Really, really enjoyed the haka, but you know, back in the the early days, it kind of took a lot of emotions out and drained, drained, or drained me. And is that right? You give, yeah, give you so much. It's like you've done like three sets of three sets of six tackles. You know, <laughs> far, right. honestly, it's yeah. Like, and that's I never thought about it, it that way. Emotions. It makes sense. Yeah. Like because you, you yeah. see you boys on TV, and it's just like you're giving it everything, and it, oh, you can see crazy. the emotion. Yeah, it's crazy, bro, and it's like. 
the present day now, they take some time to just um, take a breather, bring mm. all the senses down, calm the nerves. Mm. Uh, so we can actually, when we actually uh, kick off, we're not going to go give a penalty away by all sort of swinging arm, you know? Yeah. yeah. When, when you're performing the Harker and looking at the Aussie side, were you thinking, pointing someone out and going, you're going to fucking cop it, mate? <laughs> Especially when they're Kiwis, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, 100%. You're going to get it, bro. Yeah. Nah, but, um, Absolutely. You know, you know, like Willie Mason, Tony Carroll. Yes. You know, guys, oh, we'll get there. Yeah, like Willie Mason was, you know, he's Kiwi, but and then Tony Carroll played for the Kiwis and went back to play for Australia. Yeah. Um, you know, it just it just rouses me up a little bit, you know, and so, yeah, um, yeah. I just just kind of spend a little bit more attention to those those ones. <laughs> so I think I think Kidwell, <laughs> Kidwell took um, offense to what um, Willie did that that game that where yeah. they had the big blue, and it was it rightfully so. He was being disrespectful. How fucking good was it to just like see oh. him just rip in and just give some karma back to him? Oh, bro, it's like you know, because he was he was giving that a cheek to um, Brett Webb, mm. Webby, and on our side, yeah. You know, and um, so Kitty just he got riled up. I said, "Oh, yeah, come at me then." So he just threw out his shoulder and elbow. See you later. That's what happens, bro. <laughs> that's yeah. what happens. You dance with fire, you're shit. gonna get burnt. Yeah, that's, that's right. So <laughs> you made you made the move from center to second row, and then on to the front row. Mm. How was that transition? Because I mean, talking about players, that's a pretty unique transition, right? So did you have to change your diet and put weight on or did it just come naturally? Um, I think with the, the different training uh, methods that all the different trainers brought throughout the years, kind of adapted to it. And I was a forward back, in, uh, back home. But um, I think we had a shortage of front rowers and I think Mel was the coach. Mm. And uh, he was looking for like you know someone to kind of put their hand up. So I said, oh, "Yeah, bro, I'll play front row." But this is you were a big limited, boy back then, though. Then I wasn't, bro. I wasn't, mate. I wasn't you you should have like your legs. I came over. Your legs came were over huge. Like, nah, bro. That's the bloody TV. You look at this. But I was, you know, I came over at ninety-two kilos. So when I went into the forwards, I was just under a hundred. Okay. And um. I used to get corks all the time because I didn't have enough um, padding. Mm. You know, and that's when those torpedo pants came out. You know, those yeah, long white yeah, ones? Yeah, I remember yeah. the ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had to wear those a lot. And then, well, you know, that when I became front row, Melmanig was looking for front row, so I put my hand up. But it was unlimited back then. So I could go on for 10 minutes, gas myself, and then come off. But, man, the transition, I was like, holy shit, what have I done? But um, <laughs> I'm I let, glad you, you know, made I, it. Yeah, but I learned, I learned, you know, from the best, you know, Johnny and Q. And um, I used to hold the pads for Johnny and Q before mm. um, before games. I was half concussed before I went on the field, bro. Far out. Yeah, Jesus every time. God. They used to smash me, nim on the pad. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, you'd be sitting out for so, a couple yeah. of weeks these days. Yeah, I, bro, I used to hold the pad for the boys and Johnny and Q just smashed me, gee. So uh, no one knows insane. about those ones, but I was half concussed before I even went on the field. <laughs> so I don't, don't know what happened. Half the things I did. So two two thousand and five, you moved to the Warriors. Um, what what was the decision yeah. making behind this family? 
Was it always uh, a calling a, a calling card to come back home? Mm. Well, it was always a funny one because I wanted to retire in Canberra, and I was yeah. you know, like I was I was in my thirties, and um, you know all the young young fellas were stepping up. There was wasn't many of us left at in the Canberra team from the nineties. It was just me and Toots, Toots Croker. Um, so I had to look at the bigger picture and just pull, go pull myself out out on the market. And uh, Wigan Warriors came to the party. Okay. And, yes. Yes. And and the New Zealand Warriors, so it was a toss of a coin, mate. But you know, oh, it's a pretty easy decision, I'd imagine. No, nah, no, nah, it wasn't. Wasn't really? Easy. The kids wanted the kids wanted to go to France. They wanted oh to wow! See the, the bloody Eiffel Tower, to so the traveling yeah, side. Of yeah, 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 yeah. But um, the kids were born in Canberra, so okay. we thought, well, they need to come home and you know, um, see their cousins and grow up with them and. Get yep. in touch with their culture on that side of things. So, um, yes, yeah, it, mm. it was a, it was a, it was a, a funny one, but it ended up being the right one due to passing on what I know, what I grew up with, with the with the Raiders. So I wanted to pass it on to the yeah. next generation. How yeah, good! Yeah. So fast forwarding, semi final against the Roosters in two thousand and eight. Yeah, running off, running off the back fence oh. and knocking Soliola out. Woo! What like my mate? My mate Ziggy sent in a question. He goes, "Oh, what was he? Was he yelling anything in particular when he knocked yeah, out?" Yeah, I was, bro. Yeah. What was it? Because because uh, uh, was around our theme was around uh, three hundred, the Spartans. That's why we grew the beards. Yeah, oh, yes. So when we hit the finals, it's oh, this boys. Let's grow the beards. The beards won, you know, and like. Um, yeah, that's that's what I was yelling out off the back fence, Spartan. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was, I was yelling out Sparta. Sparta. Yeah, yeah. So it was <laughs> Sparta. Sparta. And then it was either me or because there was three guys coming at me. It was uh, Sia, there was bloody um, Sam Parrot, bloody the back row was coming at me. So I was, ah. all right. So Pick I'm one. You, man. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. So when I, when, I, when I made contact, when I made contact, you know how people run straight at them with two shoulders yeah. Yeah. showing. When I run into contact, I kind of turn at the last minute to make a smaller target. Nice. Mm. Yeah. That's the Jesus. trick, mate. <laughs> <laughs> any any make a small target. rugby league players yeah, take yeah. that lesson from the great. Yeah, Why would absolutely. you run with two shoulders when you just show them the one? Let's, yeah, let's exactly. So, yeah, 300, games um, yeah. in, 300 games in the NRL. Is a massive feat, you know. As as you were as you quoted, um, my first game was pretty successful. I only lasted ten minutes, sent from the field. <laughs> then, regarding your longevity in the game, I ended up getting sus- suspensions every year from then on. That's how you play three hundred games. You've got to break it down. <laughs> You've actually got a few weeks. You have a few weeks so off good. to play the way you did for three hundred eleven games. Is extraordinary, unreal. It's a but ticket, you know- isn't it? Well, you always talk about that, bro, and I'm always talking about, you know, I need a sabbatical. I need a break. Yeah, so, yeah, um, 100%. And so I'm like, you, oh, t- do you know how, how long you were suspended for throughout your career? How many weeks? Yeah, 22. Oh, <laughs> shit. That's always a whole season. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> That's gold. Bro, bro if I didn't I know those, the bloody suspensions of that, man, I've got to kick Cameron Smith's ass of those games you <laughs> <Yeah>. play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's awesome! Twenty-two <laughs> weeks. Yeah, Jesus some Christ. some of them are always around the Anzac test day, eh? and um, 
I think almost That'll the suspensions have been almost the suspensions have been on front rowers for some reason. I don't know. But um <laughs> I got to like three weeks for taking Ciro out, big poor Siren in. Um, yeah. And he's yeah, he's yeah. a big he's a big bugger, you know, and uh I actually jumped up and <laughs> you walloped him. Jump, yeah, bro. Yeah, Spud Carroll. Yeah. Off, didn't see me coming. <laughs> Chief oh. Harrigan. Oh, mate. Pick up the oh, big guys. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. Anyway. So, the harder they fall. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, so, brother. Big Rubes. How hard, how hard was it calling time on your career? Uh, 2008, it was, it was a funny one. I've, I've told this story a, a few times. It was more – I was actually forced out. Um, right. in 2008. So 2008, we're going through a little rough patch, and uh, I was the oldest in the NRL in 2008. And I was 35, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, come, you know, politics come into the into the frame. Uh, Ivan Cleary was the coach. We had John Hart on the on the board at, at the Warriors, and um, they had to make some decisions, you know. And uh, one of the decisions was um, letting the old fella go halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. So um, I was on 298, oh, sorry, 97 games. And uh, bought me in, they brought me in the office and uh, we had a discussion and they, they wanted to let me go and uh, bring in some young guys, you know, and uh, free up some money and stuff. I said, well, wait till I finish, you know. It was on, I, was on, I was on my last year and so we had a bit of a disagreement and mm-hmm. um, I kind of told them, where to go? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I was, I was, it was stressful times because you know that I love playing footy, I love the the boys, and you know if I want, I want to finish things, and um, you know they were forcing me out, forcing like me out a when scapegoat. I wasn't, wasn't finished. Yeah. I wasn't finished, and um, mm. you know the whole team just we were the whole team wasn't doing so well. But uh, after that episode, I went home, spoke to the wife. And then she came in and gave them a rev. <laughs> oh, good, oh, good. Do you mess with the player, yeah. but you don't mess with the wife. Nah, yeah. nah. So she gave she gave her two cents uh, worth, and um, they still wouldn't change their mind. And, and you know, Ivan, Ivan was the coach, and uh, he had to do what um, he was told. And it was probably the hardest thing he had to do was, you know, he said, "Well, we're not going to play you." I said, "Well, fuck, nothing like that, is it?" That's what it is. Yeah. So I. They weren't going to pick me for first grade, so I ended up playing reserve grade for one game yeah. for the Vulcans and um, at the best time in the world, you know, and I still wanted to play footy. I went a bit nasty towards the media and that, and um, yeah. I'm, I'm never like that. That's not my uh, – mm. that's not what my mum told me. And um, But you were a bit hurt, through. obviously. Yeah, I was hurt, and I was like, you know, a bit depressed actually, and um, I took it out on everyone else, and I just seek some advice for some – Certain people that I uh, trust. So, Logan yeah. Swan's one of one of my best mates. Um, yeah. And confided in Frank Endicott, who was my coach of the Kiwis. Yeah. Uh, and my and my and my lovely wife, and um, and then I just changed 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 my whole outlook on it, and um, turned it into my favour, having fun, playing footy. Told the boys about it, and they just got. Angry ass. Oh, so, no. uh, yeah. yeah, they got angry and said, We're not gonna play if you're not playing. So yeah. They ended up calling me back in because we had a few injuries and uh and that's when we had that run to the finals, bro. And then there was yeah every game was like my last game. So yeah, yeah, like hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, we, See, we people don't know Melbourne. these stories. No, no we no, took our no. Melbourne. You know, one played eight. Remember the first semi? Yep. Yeah. The first yeah, finals. Yeah. You were yeah, the we voodoo team Mel- for a long time. Yeah, yeah, we went down to Melbourne, played them. And you know they come through that big-ass freaking sign. Yep, yep. Uh, we were right on the other side, and we were yelling at them. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, you dogs. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 I love that. So they, yeah, me and Hendo, Ian Henderson, they, they got crammed, bro. It's all good to put them off the game because they usually come through and they think the crowd, but we were right there. We're like, oh, come on, let's go. That's <laughs> so fucking good. I love that. Oh, yeah, well yeah. done. And then, Woody, and then Woody got the try at the end there and, you know, we yeah, yeah, yeah. bit the hoodoo and kicked them out for that first round and uh, we went yeah. on to get some games and and, and uh, in New Zealand at, at the Warriors and had a couple of blackouts, so that was pretty mean. Fuck, yeah, good. So um, I'm going to read a couple of things out about your career. Um, so oh, you were in, again? <laughs> no, nah, this, this this is all the, this is some good stuff. And um, so you were inducted in the New Zealand Sports Hall of Fame in 2007, NRL Hall of Fame in the class of 2019, inductee 108, Premiership 1994, 300 games in uh, the oh, the Australian Rugby League Premiership comp, played 55 tests. 18 as captain, um, Tri-Nations winning team 2005. Um, what what moment stands out to you the most out of your career? Because it's a fucking hell of a career. Yeah, I know, bro, Scotty. You, you, when you read them out, and, mm. as I said like before, I just pinch myself. Because, you know, I just – I never thought I'd even last uh, the two years in Canberra due to um, – the holidays I had, <laughs> but, um, yeah. but I, I just persevered and um, I didn't want to give up my position. I wanted to succeed and uh, make everyone back home proud of me. And uh, you know, if anyone wanted my position, they had to fight for it. So I was, you know, I was fighting for every inch, every every session um, until the day I retired. And um, I just never got comfortable. Um, I had a lot of had a lot of holidays to think about things during my career. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> but I, but um, there's one one bit of advice that um, Tim Sheens gave to me when we first started was to find some friends outside the circle. Yeah. So I never yeah. I never hung out with like Mel and the boys. I had some mates that's outside the circle. Yeah, yeah I, had, that... I had some mates outside the circle because oh, from Monday that. to Saturday, Monday to Saturday, you're with them all the time, right? So yep. I needed people out there, like after games, with our carver session, to tell me straight, not yep. like yep. in my pocket. Yeah, that's right. It keeps you grounded. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. Like you know, we'll win by fifty, but you know they'll still find things to critique me. And uh, yeah, you no, know, the big biggest critics was my wife, my kids, and you know my closest mates in Canberra, and and that's and that's probably what I um, yeah I, I give huge full kudos to all, all my mates in, in Canberra and, and, and back home that kept it real. You know, I, I still still rub uh, shoulders on my mates that I play footy with back here. So, you know, yeah. they just tell me tell me straight. So it's all good. And then yeah. I tell them, run it. Then I tell them, run it straight then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you, played to, you played against some of the toughest blokes in the game. Who was the hardest bloke to mark and why? <sighs> oh, different positions, different um, – Oh man, you know, Mate, in the centers, in the, in the centers was, was the pearl. Yeah, I was gonna Steve, say Steve Renouf. So, um, 
you just couldn't give him any space. And um, in the back row, you know, Gordy, you know, it was yep. always always a good good uh, challenge. You know, then you go to the front row. You had all the all the front rows in the nineties. Uh, huge res- you know, respectful, uh, you know, Petro. Um, so all these guys that I played in all different positions, you know, I got man. Utmost respect, you know. Mark, me and MG had some some battles, but you know, all yeah. we spoke about was wrestling. All we spoke about <laughs> was wrestling and our tackles, bro. It was so funny. <laughs> MG was sad. big on WWE. It was so crack up, bro. It was funny, dude. <laughs> that? That's unreal. Yeah, you know. No, but, but we always have a laugh. But um, so many, so many different personalities and different positions, mm. and you know, you just make it what you uh, what you want. One out of it, and I think it was the yeah. friendships, yeah, uh, across across the globe, you know. And Adrian Mooley, you know, we've had some battles, and wow, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, this goes on, bro. So you work strength and conditioning. I've seen, I've seen some fucking photos of you with the fake tan on. Jesus and, you Christ! Know, oh, yeah, fast, you're looking mate. pretty ripped, eh? You, know? you look like a different person, honestly. Yeah. And bro, you, I look um, sick, eh? I look yeah. like a fucking. No, honestly, I look like anorexic. It was nuts. But, do, you, uh, do you feel in better shape now, like after your career, than you did throughout your NRL career, or uh, it's probably probably a different fitness. Yeah, fitness, yeah. You know, it's more bodybuilding. More, yeah, more like with their bodybuilding, that was something I always wanted to tick off my list when I was forty-five, and I did that. But um, I only did it in six months. So, yeah. you know, when it when you're given a challenge, you kind of stick to the you got to stick to the plan, and um, it was crazy, bro. I don't like it. It's a different world, eh? <laughs> Is that yeah, right? Is that yeah, did you yeah. do that? Because you, you, you've got your own gyms now, right? Like that's that's your yeah, side yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. The wife and I uh, started some group fitness stuff in 2008, and it kind of growed. And we took a gamble and um, leasing a building out in the last three years, and made it to WikiWorks Fitness, and it's in the heart of South Auckland. Um, yeah, there's cool. a lot of yeah, there's a lot of helicopters over our. Uh, <laughs> over our gym because there's you know there's a lot of a lot of gangs around and we're just trying to keep the peace. Shit. But um, I you know it's a it's a safe place for for our community and you mm. know we want to give back to our people and the best way we can do that is keeping them active and um, keeping their you know well being and uh, we've created a men's group at the gym so yeah. for any of the guys you need to talk and you know and be uh, outspoken about touchy subjects. You know, because it's yeah. it's it's not a it's not a men's thing to talk, to yeah. speak up, yeah. and through the uh, lockdowns and that, it's been very hard for a lot of people, due to losing yeah. work and um, you know relationships, finance. So we've created a group, so it's a safe group that boys can just speak their minds. You know, mm. are you still connected to the junior footy club that you um, you played with back in the day? Yeah, bro. I took the for preseason the year, eh? I took the prems and oh, um, awesome. for eight weeks of uh, Wiki Love. <laughs> nice. How rewarding oh, is that for you, mate? Oh man, it's so it was so good. But I think um, it's just a different level, you know. Like uh, they come from a different time, uh, you know. It's there's a lot of things that are handed out to this generation that we didn't have back in the days. You know, we had to fight for everything, and uh, I was just trying to instill some. Some values that we were brought up with, and and for you to succeed, you had to go to a real dark place to achieve that. Yeah, for sure. And your son's playing, is that right? Yeah, my son's playing for Odahu. 
Uh, he just thanks for listening to another episode of the official Big Stiff podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Hey, um, Scotty, you there, mate? Yeah, mate, I'm here. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just type in at the Big Stiff Podcast and you should find us there. Okay, thanks. Bye, guys.